As you guys know each other now. We do. Sorry about that forehand. Oh, no, 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 you're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. I grabbed early. There's a thing. I was like, that's a horrible introduction. So far we go. This guy will master it.
copy so it shows up on their feed. Um, that way they can get to know you, give them that opportunity, right? So the three pillars of real estate, right? We've got lead generation. follow-up and crafting a successful sales message. Okay, so what I'm talking about there is like your bio on all of your your platforms. So as a real estate agent, you get a realtor.com page, you get a Zillow page, right? And a lot of information like homes.com pulls from those. Uh, you want to set up, have all of your information be true and correct and the same. So one bio for everything. Make sure that bio is super succinct, to the point, just short. Some people, I, you know, because I help people with SEO all the time, search engine optimization, and I'll look at their bio and I'm like, okay, I wrote a book, but you don't need to for your bio, right? Let's keep that. Is it has to be quick enough for someone that doesn't read very well to be able to just scan it and get all the information. Really does. That's all it needs to be. And if it's the same everywhere, then people are starting to get to know you. That's how they feel. They're like, oh, wow, yeah, I remember her from, you know, her Zillow page and her Realtor.com page and her bio on, on Facebook is the same. If all of your information is the same everywhere they see you, they're going to remember Subconsciously, they're just going to be like, yeah, that's, that's Tristan Hangman. I've been hanging out with him. Like, they feel like they're hanging out with you when they're on online. To be honest, like, that's why people are addicted to Facebook and Instagram and all of that, right? Because connected. That's it. You know, so we talked a little bit about uh, prospecting and lead generation techniques already, right? Reaching out to people on, I mean, I go through Facebook is she can attest to it. Absolutely. It's highly effective. We call it shaking the trees for a reason, right? We uh, go in and anytime I feel like uh, my business is stressing me out, that's a symptom that I need to do something within these three things, right? I need to either work on on a sales message and you can take that to like add copy for a new ad to be able to drive attention. You don't have to pay for these things, right? You create an event on Facebook and it goes out to everybody like it's an ad. People see it and they're like, oh yeah, I want to show up to this person's event, right? If they've got time on a Saturday between one and three, they, they want to be partier open house. So you say you create things. Oh, yeah. Every open house you do? Come up with something. Um, Cam and I, we've got one coming up, a pretty big one that uh, we we do every year. Cam's going to partner with us this year. Um, but it, you make it an event. <coughs> and then anytime we have a listing, that's also going to Facebook Marketplace. That's like Facebook. Okay, and a so lot of people. Creating an event on the Marketplace. Well, not. So marketplace is like where you sell stuff, but you can create a Facebook event Okay. and you can invite people to it. People can be interested in it and, okay. and you just, you know, and you'll get a community 
among your actual friends and then your work friends and then just Facebook friends that you've actually never met, but you know, 17 mutual people or whatever. And like you said, you get that connectivity and they'll be interested in it. Even if they don't actually go, the fact that they hit that they're interested, it's going to show up to 25 new people now. And that's one reason why we like to really, we put more stock in Facebook than any of the others. Um, one, because Facebook is for old people and old people have the money to buy a house. Like I'm not, you know, if you're going to be scrolling TikTok for 30 hours a day, I don't think. You probably should be working harder. Yeah, I think that the, the magic, the magic to, to bounce back and forth on what they're saying, I think the magic is just taking over period. So any organic way, how much does it cost to post that? Zero dollars. So what can we do? Make sure that we're expanding all of our free opportunities before we have to lead in to the opportunities. And then make sure that your ad copy is written, okay, the average person reads a fourth grade level. Sad to say, but that's exactly what the statistic is. And so if you're writing ad copy, like you just graduated with an English degree, uh, not a whole lot of people are gonna connect to that message. Right. That's why if you see on Facebook when I do ad copy, it's a line and then it, with a thought in it. And then maybe two or three lines with a thought in it. And then a call to action. And that's it. Because that's the amount of attention span that people have. That is what you work with. Why? Yeah. And so what I found out is it makes it really easy on me. Right? Because now instead of writing like I do when I'm writing a book or I do when I'm, I'm putting one of these together. I get to just sit back and be like, okay, if I were a fourth grader with like a three second attention span, how would I want to see that message come across? And that's what it is. They're scrolling. So you're trying to stop that scroll long enough to get a message and a call to action in for them to, to get to know like trust Right. And uh, call to action can be simple. Right. If you want to buy a house, call me now. To make sure your phone numbers. And I'll go out there and, you know, be like, man, that might be. I haven't had any phone calls. I put this close to this like 35, 37 minutes ago. And nobody's. Is it on? Yeah. It on? <laughs> no one's called you. Sorry to interrupt, but I feel like when I put my phone number, sometimes I end up Facebook or something, like my account gets hacked or like heavily spammed or all of a sudden. Change out what I'm doing. You know, I got a business account or stole money out of a business account I had before. I mean, I don't know. I mean, is there here's, a way to. Here's the thing with that. Like, uh, as the person that owns a business, you have to have a way for them to get a hold of you. Spell right. out one of the numbers. So you just put the actual numbers, 530, blah, 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 and then the last number is 9. Don't put the, the number 9, spell out N-I-N-E. Yeah, correct. Choose one of the 7 or 10 numbers in the area code and just, and when I'll do it, mine's 530 I'm going to make sure that I type in the 5, I do that, I E-E-448, just so a bot can't. I do, uh, I do periods instead of dashes. 
seen like uh linda's got one edgewater's got one plumas lake has one um i'm in all of them by the way i don't yeah, live in any of those neighborhoods but uh in our neighborhood we didn't have one and we live in the hillcrest estates area and so i made one and we went around and like old school like lost puppy flyers and we put flyers at the park and we put flyers on the mailboxes and we yeah. you know scanned this qr code yeah i it cost me. It cost, it cost us. What was it? Probably seventy dollars. Cost us seventy bucks. So I nerd out on things, right? Obviously, you can see I've got technology. Anytime you hang out with me, you hang out with me. Really technology. But what yep. I did was I made these uh, postcards. Postcards. They're about like that, right? And they have a QR code in the center that goes to the Facebook. To join the group, I had Noel here get every single address in Hillcrest Estates. Remember doing that? And uh, on the card it said, You are invited to the Hillcrest Estates Facebook page. That's it. And we sent them out to everybody. I can't remember how many we actually sent out, but 70 people joined. And now, now there's like this whole community <coughs> they've like put together Fourth uh, of July parades and get together. We found two lost doggies. Found a couple lost doggies. But we've also had a couple listing appointments from that, right? Because uh, we're the real estate agents in that group. Now, do you think that we allow other real estate agents into our Hillcrest estate? show up because that's our group and we make the rules and we also advertise however we want on there so real estate's very heavy right every time i do a live interview with somebody it's getting posted on there like that we're very much becoming the hulk in that puddle so to speak right the, the one person that people think about and real estate same thing that kind of that we're doing over at Shanghai Bend, but on she mentioned uh, we do an event every year. It's the neighborhood history, right? First year we did it, we had I don't know maybe a hundred kids show up. Last year was five. Last year was I think just under five hundred. Um, this year I'm I'm spacing it out a little bit because Adventure Church does theirs, and so I, whenever theirs ends, I give it about half an hour, and then I start. <laughs> Yeah, sure, because the mention is there's right down the block. Yeah, the, they used to, yeah, because they would do it at Riverbed. Yeah. 
right yeah, there. So, so those those things take a little money, but that's money well spent, right? Um, yeah, because you're not just throwing it down the, the Zillow hole. Uh, you're just never, you're just not going to make enough return on that investment, like with doing small events. You know, she's got it to where the income doesn't cost the same. So vendors pay to play. Yeah. So I I asked forty this year. I'm going to ask you know forty bucks. $20 is going to go into buying the eggs and the candy and all that. My kids and I put them together ourselves. Uh, and then 20 bucks is going to go towards a raffle price. And the raffle price, that's the whole reason we do the event. is because yeah. everybody likes free stuff. So to come in, your kids get free candy. And oh, you, you, know, you want to win this barbecue set. Or you know, switch it up and have gift cards to local bridge company coffee or steelhouse coffee or whatever. Uh, and so people fill out their information. And... Yeah, not all of them are ready to buy a house or even thinking about buying a house or anywhere close to being able to buy a house. But that yeah. goes in our data mix. And, yeah. I mean, Matt here is the king of follow-up. Yeah. And so, we, yeah. I mean, we closed, what, two in the last few months that you've been talking to him for two years or longer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and you're with Showcase, right? Are you? I'm with um, USP. You're with USP. Test for this. 
and say, hey, is this Nobel's Toronto? Yes, it is. Hey, it's great to talk to you today. This is Matt Moreno with the Moreno Real Estate Team. How are you? I'm doing okay. Okay, well, that's, that's good. That's good. It's good to hear. How can I help you, Matt? So I'm just calling around my database today trying to follow up with people and answer any kind of market or uh, real estate related questions. Do you have anything for me today? And then I shut up and they just stay out. Well, I, I don't have a house. But I'd like to buy one from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and I need to get pre-approved. So, got a good lending guy? <laughs> that's, that's exactly what I'm doing. Is I'm trying to figure out uh, who is going to buy a house in the next six months. Right? I'm doing that with the Facebook message. If you or somebody you knew are going to buy or sell a home in the next six months, would you give them my information? Think about the in the next six months. I don't want to play with you. You take them off the time hook. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm going to follow up with you if you're three years out. It's it's just not going to be every day. It's not going to be like, I'm not going to call you once a week if you're three years out. I'll get you hooked up with somebody like this gentleman. And, uh, and you guys can have a conversation about your credit. And, uh, he can give you on, on what they need to do and you know all of a sudden I get a call from from the letter and it's hey Matt uh, this person that remember so and so yeah you <laughs> yeah. know, they finally got their yeah. stuff done and they're pre-approved right none of this stuff is immediate if you're looking for an immediate answer to a problem uh, that's the one yeah <laughs> the Facebook message is going to be the most immediate right and from a, from a, to jump in there from a time standpoint, one of my active escrows right now is from a gal that was turning to me about a year and a half ago that I would set reminders every three months I'd reach out to her quarterly, every three months reach out to her. Sure enough, about two weeks ago, a month turned over, reached out, hey, just checking in. Sometimes she'd respond, sometimes she wouldn't, right? And if she doesn't respond for a couple months ago, naturally some people would be like, ah, maybe. Maybe I'm being a little bit too much. Reach out to her two, three weeks ago. Hey, just checking out as well. Oh my gosh, I'm literally on Zillow right now. There's this house that pops up. I'm like, let's go yeah. <laughs> in escrow. But I mean, anybody else? If you let, if you let those those opportunities, that like, yeah, I'm a year out or I'm two year out. If you just take that as a, I guess I'm looking at the next one. I'd rather make future money. I'd rather chop something today, but I know I'm going to make money in 2026 than never, right? So. And that's just not to, that fun. Yeah, and that's not to say that all cases are like that. Because no. there's a lot of misconceptions out there that we, I'm sure we all learn that real quickly because we're in this industry. People who don't think that they can buy or maybe have gotten so stuck into the routine of renting, not realizing that they're perfect candidates to buy. I was that guy, personally. I was that guy. And it was a lender that pulled me aside and said, what are you doing? Wait, you rent? Dude, what are you doing? Well, I don't know, man. I just, I, I, I got, I got some credit do. stuff that I got to fix. And, and he says, dude, give me your info. And it was, I mean, he was, he was persuasive enough yeah. and he was familiar enough. And it was just, he was willing to have the conversation with of me, a conversation that I just kind of avoided. Right. And, but now there's this person in front of me. It was like, let's have this conversation. Ran the credit, 
And he's like, dude, your credit's amazing. What are you talking about? And it was, and it wasn't necessarily that it was perfect, but I had misconceptions. Yeah. A lot of misconceptions. Janelle and I were the same way. Yeah. Was, yeah. We we had no idea that we were ready to buy. So and, yeah, he he knew somebody who recommended, and so we walked into the office, no appointment, just walked into the lender's office, and we like, hey we want to buy in like a year. Can you tell us what we can start doing now to get there? Because we were responsible. Yeah. And yeah. 45 minutes later, we were pre-approved with a realtor on the phone. And in your case, you guys were, you guys physically actually went looking to start the process. Right? Yeah. And, but we're, we're looking for those people who maybe don't, and like, that's great if they walk in the door. Well, I, I train people all the time when you're, when you're prospecting. Buyers, you have to prospect where they live, right? Where the buyers live, they live in rentals. So we actually go around and door knock apartment complexes, and uh, I'll have her design a flyer. And I mean, I suck at designing things. So, like when I designed something, it was a small card with the QR code and some words on it. She straight uh, to She designs a flyer, you know, this size. And uh, we walk around and we hand them out to get the addresses from him and find out, okay, if, you know, if it's a neighborhood, like houses, we wanted him to let us know, okay, this person's actual mailing address is over here, so that's probably rented out now. We go knock that door, right? Do that scary thing and try to break, break my hand. It's not going to hurt. Uh, but that's an icebreaker flyer, and you have something branded with a lender with some some program it doesn't have to be that program that's going on right now they have products that they want to put on there no down payment don't worry let's talk yeah right both of, both of your faces at the bottom with your contact information you're just there to have a fun conversation that's what i do to put my mind right when i'm doing door knocking yeah i'm not trying to get in the door, I'm not trying to get a client. All I'm trying to do is have a great conversation with a new friend. That's it. And so when you walk up with that state of mind, that mindset, all of a sudden, when they answer the door, you're like, hey, I'm at Braille. <laughs> How are you today? <laughs> you're not gonna tell me I'm this, this great opportunity for you. I'm just walking around the neighborhood, meeting people, having fun conversations. Uh, I don't want to take up too much of your time because I know that I just interrupted your day, but take a look at the flyer. If you have any questions, let me know. Um, and it's just randomness, right? You just show up and they're like, wow, that's the weirdest sales thing I've ever been like, you know. But you can't just do it once. And you can't do it if it says no soliciting on the, the house. Just don't knock on the <laughs> yep, exactly right. You put the flyer in the, the door jam, or you just go to the next one and you mail that flyer to that house. Well, that's okay. Because if you technically, if you put it in the door jam, it's a, it's a solicitation, right? But if you mail it to their house, they're just on your mailing list. How are you to know that they have yeah. no soliciting? You're not Google imaging every house, right? Like, no, no, wait, zoom in. Now, no, 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 no,
and with apartment complexes, it's super fun because you can look online, so you know what they're paying in rent. Yeah, you know, and we'll if know. that conversation goes, you know, hey, I'm just, you know, interrupting your day and all that. If you have any questions about real estate or if you've ever thought about, you know, maybe buying a house or moving up or whatever, you know, they're like, oh, actually, I have thought about it. I'm like, all right. Like, do you know that you're spending $75,000 or obviously not, you know, but whatever, like, you can figure out what their rent is. Like, you're yeah. throwing that away. Yeah. This is I a two-bed, right? You know? I had a phone call with a guy that was spending $3,000 a month I was like, why? Why are you doing that? I said, well, there's just a couple things wrong with my credit. I was like, that's great. Let's get you on a plan to get that credit fixed because right now you're throwing $3,000 down the toilet when you could be putting it into your own mortgage, not paying his. And then you realize that he's been there for three years and he's lost $100,000. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so I get them. People like that, I get in a three-way test of me and the lender and the client with the, in this case, it'll be, hey, Cam, that little wavy hand. Said, I have a client that's looking to buy real estate. Can you help? Send. And then you just leave it for the uh, lender to, to pick up. And, Thanks, Matt, for more introduction. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. he also sees right there. And in my, yeah, and, and so I watch, I watch the whole story unfold, right? Now I know that that person is in good hands. I follow up with them to see, hey, how are things going with Cameron? Did you get your application done yet? Has Cameron got, got you pre-approved yet? You know, you know that they're not. He's going to tell you when they are, right? But it's just now you have something to talk about. You guys can get to know each other better. You know, and all of a sudden, when you're calling, they're like, oh, she got me hooked up with the lender. She keeps calling me because she cares about me. She wants me to get into a better situation. And this is how their thought process unravels. And then all of a sudden, you're showing them houses, and they're like, this has been the best experience ever, right? Because you made a few phone calls. It's that simple. Uh, I think one of the one of the, just jump in real quick. Yeah. One of the things that I always love hearing from my client is when they say, "Man, I thought this was going to be super scary." Mm-hmm. And when, when you make it the opposite of scary, you make it fun and communicative, and, and you address their needs, it's. It, and then eventually, when it comes through in the survey, you close the escrow <coughs> and you get another five out of five. They're like extremely communicative. Was always there to answer all my questions. I was scared up from like I was coming the other day. I was always scared about real estate and it always just made me uneasy, so I never really ventured out into it. And I couldn't be I couldn't have been more wrong. So just and when you lead out with strong communication like that group text, my goodness, you set the pace for really good communication. Fear is kind of stomped out by communication, in my opinion, because if somebody's afraid about the process and then you make the process make it a ton of sense to them, there's no real room. There. Right. I feel like that's that's where I mentioned. I like that you brought up fear because fear is false expectations appearing real. Okay, false expectations appearing real. So when you're afraid to make a phone call, it's because something in your brain is saying that person is going to be rude to me, or this makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, we strive to be uncomfortable. 
that's the most important thing that I've ever learned in business is how to stay uncomfortable. Because fear is nothing more than false expectations, apparently. Right? Like, it's taken me from like selling zero real estate at all to where I'm at now, where I've written two books and I have a career that supports my family and everything I've ever dreamt of, right? Because I realized what fear meant and figured out how to stay uncomfortable. Um, any questions? Just to touch back real quick on your concern for your marketing um, and making the design flyers, have you tried Canva? That's what she does, and okay. it's her department. So, yeah, I've got Canva Pro, and I have it all set up. And she's super good at it. I am not. I'm such a nerd, and I can I can manipulate pretty much any platform except for Canva. I come to <laughs> Canva, and I'm just not a visual guy at all. Like I didn't design that cover. He was <laughs> he wanted to do like the Facebook event for this, I think it was. Yeah. And he's like, Man, like I can't figure out how to get the faces and then do this and then do this. And I was like, Okay, well just like play with it, you'll get it. And he got frustrated and he's scrolling and he sees a Jay Kinder event. He goes, I want it to look like this. Well, give me the computer. Do, 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 do. Here you go. Like <gasps> Yeah, basically. Maybe you guys should do a class on that. <laughs> I'd, I'd be happy to help anybody with Canva. Like it's, yeah. you know, the more creative, like I'm not even that creative. I just go to some of their templates. I get a little bit extra. I probably get like a hundred extra out of the thousands that they have because I pay the $9.99 a month. Um, and I just take one that I kind of like it, throw half the stuff out, put my stuff in and call it a day. Do they have the AI feature in there now? Yes, they do. <laughs> so we all know how to schedule open houses. Done three. Okay. What do you what do you do at the open house? Do you just like when some someone shows up? No, I actually have three. I'm very busy. I don't know if that's access open house. I can yeah, there's only one time one person. I should have done like a like open houses with the talking on the fence. Like right. Maybe you could have, you know, put in social media or whatever, but like I mean I'm so messing with creating my um more inventory on Instagram. I started it, post a couple of things, um, but now I'm trying to like actually probably make a video. So I'm gonna start posting on Instagram and yeah, show this house. I got the consent from the listing agent. It's a new bill here. Um Emberway, I think it's one of those houses that I should have tried some yeah, but it was really happy. But yeah, it was, it was a different experience. That's coming from home. So, I didn't figure out the lock date. That was, I didn't have to reach him back. <laughs> 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 Are you a kid? Come on. Uh, but it was pretty simple. It was pretty straightforward stuff. <laughs> actually, I was pretty impressed with it. So, to schedule an open house, you'll call somebody that has a listing. Be careful. Do they have to be with you? They don't, they don't have to, don't be. Have to <laughs> be. 
You have to you have to look at the agent and know who you're talking to. Okay. Some agents will be like, no, I'm not gonna give you my leads. you're going to, like, this house is vacant. You're going to host an open house and you're going to market my listing and you're going to help me sell help this? Me get paid. Yeah. That makes sense. Some people, it's, it's a perception. They, they look at you as competition. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, not everybody looks at that. And so that's what I'm saying. Some people might might be a little more abrasive when you call and ask to post an open house, but some people will be super stoked about it, especially if that house has been on the market for more than 30 days. There's got to be a reason, yeah. right? And, and, and you're not really... So once you get people to the house, you're not trying to sell the house. I don't host open houses to sell houses. I host open houses to harvest people's personal information and the market. Right? So when they first come to the door, meet them, like, hey, I'm Matt Rayno. Thank you for coming to my open house. Just walk with me into the kitchen here. I have a guest registry book. I would, if you could fill it out, I would really appreciate it. Have the pen ready. Unfortunately, if they see the pen like this, they won't fill it up. If the pen is ready for them to write, they'll fill it up. If you say, please fill out the guest registry, I would really appreciate it. That's all you have to say. It like Jedi mind tricks people into filling it out. Instead of, hey, can you sign my, my guest registry? 
when I said that to people, people would hit me with signatures like I was trying to collect <laughs> autographs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I usually don't sign on a Saturday, but yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> but the second I started saying, if you could fill out my guest registry book, I would really appreciate it. You've given them a call to action, and then people like are trained and it's engraved in them to not let you down. And so if you say, I would really appreciate it, now they're like, oh, shoot, I want to let this guy down. And then to make it that much easier, but I'm always in any agent that works with me regularly, they can always pop in my office and grab a stack or short stack of 20 or $25 like Target or Visa or Steelhouse Coffee cards. And they'll use those to incentivize signings. So if you're hosting an open house and let's say, you know, somebody signs, you, you always want to, and I'll speak to this, not correct me wrong, you never want to be an hour into an open house and let somebody sign in first, right? They usually on your list where you maybe throw a name or two down in there so it looks like I used to, I used to, but now I've realized that uh, it doesn't really matter. No. And I teach the guest registry because I'm really good at it. Yeah. The way that she does it is even better because it's with her phone, right? And so we'll have our phones already opened up to uh, to add contacts. To add contact. So when they come in right. and you shake their hand at the door, <laughs> hey, I'm Tom and Mary. Great, awesome, nice to meet you. Go ahead, look throughout the house. Uh, I just want to have a couple words with you before you leave. Just ask you a couple questions. You know yeah. what you like about the house. That's all. You know, roam it like you own it. Go look. I love that. Yeah. And so then when they come back, at this point, I'm putting Tom and Mary already set up. And so they come back. Hey, what do you think about? You know, what do you like about the master? What do you like about the kitchen? All that. Always keep it positive. Don't ask them what they think. Ask them what they like. What did you like about this room? Yeah. then they're going to force themselves to find a positive. So once you've gotten one or two positives out of them and you've gotten your yeses, ask them a question that they will say a positive response to over and over again, then it's like, hey, you know, how do we want to move forward? You know, you want to, have you spoken to a lender? Are you ready to talk to a lender? You know, are you real? Is it this area, this height? Is it this neighborhood that you're interested in? You know, stuff like that. Okay, great. Well, let me set you up with, what do you call it? The the database, what do you call it to the clients? You don't call it the CRM. The system, you just call it the system? Yeah, usually. Yeah, I'll get my system set up to email you anytime a neighbor, a home in this neighborhood pops up. And then I just hand them my phone, just hand it over. And while you're still talking, people like clicking on their phone. They're trained to fill out online. And so you just keep calmly positive sound coming out of your mouth as a white noise while they fill it out. You're like, awesome, I'll get that set up later on today. Yeah, great afternoon, thank you so much for coming. And I swear, I've gotten, I, I think I had somebody wanting to put in their social security. Like you get first name, last then, name, email, phone number, birthdays, work emails. To, you look at their, their info if they forgot put something, like an email address. And then KB Core actually has a, an, an open house app that you can 
assigned to a device, so you can do it that way too if you want to get somebody an expensive device to fill out. Uh, Go get a fire tablet. Yeah, get a fire tablet. They're not as much. But, uh, you know, once, you know, I still like using an open house to get service, personally. You know, uh, once they're done filling that out, I do the same, like, script that she uses, right? The run like you own it. Uh, I go a little negative depending on, on their attitude, because you can tell. Like, when someone's walking around the house, you're always, huh? I know. Probably not one for you. <laughs> so there are two deal breakers in any home. You know, there are two areas of the home that are deal breakers. And it's one of them. And the master bathroom is the other one. And so <clears throat> when I get up back, I'm like, what do you think about the kitchen, the master bathroom? Right? And just saying it like that with a little bit of a smile, a little smirk, right? You're like, Honestly, sir, I hated it. Okay, well, what did, what did we, yeah, same here. That massive bathroom was garbage. I can't believe it. But it takes a shower. You know, and then just boom, commonality, you're right. on the same page. You just, you're you just kind of broke down with them a little bit, you yeah. know, yeah. and then talking shit about somebody's bathroom. That's it. And then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, they, they feel like a little closer to you. You're like, you know, if I could find you a place with a master bathroom that would better suit your needs, would you be interested in setting up a private showing? They're always going to say yes because they just, you know, realize yeah, they, reason. they realize they hated this master bathroom and you can find them something better. Of course, they're going to be like, I already gave Matt all my information. Like, he's going to call me, you know, anyway. Yeah. I'd be totally open to looking at, at that house. Okay, well, if I can find you three options by tomorrow, what time would work for you two versus seven o'clock? A couple options. If you're like, I'm not in one of those work for me. I'm, not, I'm actually available around like 3.30. Great. Perfect. I'll be in touch with you very soon. So now you have a job to do. You've got to leave. They gave you permission to call them. They gave you permission to find them something to look at. And they gave you the time that they want to go look at houses. Okay. Next step is uh, going back and attacking other people. Right? Um, make a note that that person, you have a job to do. You know, uh, you want to make sure that they are pre-qualified before you show them more than I'll show anybody three houses right. to get to get the report. The report with them, and then eventually go to a spot where you don't want to start sacrificing. Yeah, time. Just fourth house, just to yeah, just to get a combo from the lender. Yeah, their credit's at four seventy, and they have back owed this, and you're like, well, why did I sacrifice my son's baseball game? Why did right, I not go to the movie. But, you know, yeah. right, be guarding. Of your time, that you know, is, yeah, fourth house, you, you better have spoken with Cam and had a very long conversation with them. You know that you're not wasting your time, right? Um, that's one of the most valuable things. Like, you find out the 
Well, be better than be better than those agents. Yeah. You know, I don't have anybody sign a buyer's representation agreement because I want them to work with me because of the quality of work that I provide. Right? Not because I got them contractually obligated to to buy through me and all of a sudden, you know, that's when you're getting that's it, right? Um, and I work with a lot of people, right? Like a lot of buyers and sellers. Now, listings, you have to be in contract with them to work. But with buyers, it's kind of a free for all. You know, I'll ask if they're working with another agent, and if they are, why is that agent showing them houses? Why they show them to them? How's the competition? If uh, they tell me, oh, yeah, I've got an agent. Okay, what's their name? They can't answer that. They don't have an agent. Right? Bottom line. If there's any pause there, they don't have an agent. You know, and the only way that it's really unethical is if they have a buyer's representation agreement signed with that agent. Using your open house techniques, and 
use it in the other house. But here's the trick. You're going to have to market that house a whole lot harder because it's not on the MLS. It's like barely anywhere on the internet. So you're going to have to do the legwork for that open house. That's when you get to set up that event on Facebook for that open house. Inviting people to the open house. Make sure that you have your signs set up. And I've pulled traffic that way. And then that. But can you, sorry, but can you legally? There's no, nothing illegal there. House is being sold, isn't it? All you're doing is posting an open house for a seller that has their house for sale. That's it. And what you're really doing is teaching them that, you know, you're able to bring people. Even if you have two to five people come through that open house, that seller will see it. And they're going to be like, okay, maybe this person does know. Right? And that's where you keep following up with them. Keep following up with them. Get it to where kind of their walls are down, and all of a sudden, you know, paying a five or six percent commission isn't that bad, right? Because you are going to make them more money than the law. Does that make sense? If I was a buyer, I would not work No, as a buyer, you know, as you're a buyer, not, I wouldn't. Yeah, you're not paying any commission. I would be scared that they wouldn't want their time. Yeah. A lot of those for sale by owners are, are getting approached by your savvy type buyers, your investor types, you know, a flipper type you may need. And what they're what they're what their game is is to low ball them. So by the time you get to the end, well well on average days on market and, and, and if you're armed with all that data. Yeah. Average days on market shows, you know, most homes at the price right are selling within this price range for at in within 20 days. But they, you're talking to somebody who's been there for 120 days. They've probably been lowballed so many times mm -hmm. by all these investor types and run, and they've already run through. They've already run through. And what's great about picking up a for sure business opportunity listing is that's that's the end goal, right? You start out by hosting an open house. And so you're, you're building your database, right? And those clients are all buyers, pretty much, or neighbors. It could, could be listings. Could be listings. You could, I'm yeah. trying to middle listings. Yeah. But uh, once you list that, that for sale by owner house, nobody's ever seen it before. It's not actually listed. They put it on fsbo.com or something like that, and nobody's seen it, right? And so when you market it, it looks like a brand new listing. Because it is. Because they don't know the <laughs> You know, um, I have it on here. Buyer script, seller script, FSBO script. That's a little homework for you guys. I don't make any money from Tom Ferry. I'm just going to put that out there. Scan the code. Uh, he's got a bunch of resources on there. Great scripts. Great scripts. Yeah, uh, really he gives away free scripts all day, every day. You don't have to sign up for his coaching. It costs a lot of money. 
Um, I don't. I, I go on periodically and just get the scripts. <laughs> you know. um, that, that's a resource for you. This other stuff, I mean, obviously you have the book. My other book is Overcoming the Plateau, and I have an audio book of Overcoming the Plateau. Okay, little sales pitch. You have that one? Okay, cool. Um, obviously, you guys have my phone number, right? So, the 15 call thing doesn't call you. Um, that's pretty much what I got for you guys today, is, uh, just start basically building your business. And anytime, like you want to set up a time where you sit down with us with KB Corp, we got to do that, right? And then, uh, Campo, she'll, she'll teach you everything you need to know on Campo. I would too. I mean, I think that was. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, and I'm married to her. For us, because we're a team, like, that's something that I started doing, I started, you know, implementing this year is like not being as controlling and staying in my lane, right? And her lane is, uh, yeah, so she's like our uh, TC. I, but I think I think 